<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? It's uh, it's 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 uh, it's, uh, it's us. It's, it's us. Val. It's Pete. It's we made it weird. And we really appreciate your support. And the best way to support the show is to try Pete's pick, um, or come see me on tour. Go to PeteHolmes.com. I'll be on tour. I'll yeah. be on tour. I'll be on New tour. New Orleans and Dallas are coming up. Tour Orleans. New Torlands. New Torlands and lots of dates all at PeteHolmes.com or try a Pete's Pick. We're just going to have one uh, Pete's Pick here up top and then we'll get into this episode. It was so nice connecting you with you, Val. Uh. <laughs> that sounded like a Simpsons burp. Like a classic cartoon Thank burp. you. Yeah, you can say thank you to that. Um, but here is the one ad and then we'll get into it. Sunday... Sunday lawn care. I don't know if you're like me, you love spring, but you may not love figuring out how the heck, I'm going to add the heck, how the heck do you take care of your yard? I have no clue. Does anyone else just stand there in the store wondering where to start, feeling intimidated and afraid to ask somebody at the store wearing an apron to help you? That's where Sunday Lawn Care comes in. Sunday is everything you need to get the lawn you have dreamed of. We're talking healthy. We're talking lush. We're talking easy to do, no-brainer stuff. They take all the guesswork out of it. So this spring, go to getsunday.com slash weird and enter your address to get a customized plan. It's so cool. They find where you are and they give you a customized plan created just for your lawn. Not every lawn, your lawn and the conditions of your home. No trips to the store are hauling heavy bags since they ship straight to your home. You just need a hose to apply Sunday. It's actually fun. You screw it on, you spray it on. It goes on the hose. Leela actually loves helping me do it. We spray it everywhere. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch an episode of your favorite TV show. And they only use ingredients you feel good about. You can feel good about and you do feel good about. That means no harsh chemicals, no long waiting periods or trying to keep your kids and your pets off the lawn. Simply apply let it dry and you're back to just enjoying your yard which is what you should do sunday is easy and affordable some lawn care services cost more than fifteen hundred dollars a year but sunday's full season plans start at just a hundred and nine dollars and sunday is offering weirdos our listeners 20 percent off full season plans start at just 109 dollars, and you can get 20 percent off when you visit get sunday dot com slash weird at checkout that's 20 percent off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash weird all right everybody here it is we made it weird valerie get into it you too you, you have, too you have you an too. Espr- you too oh gotta do it you too. wasn't a fart <laughs> w a f wet ass fanny <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, Fanny means I know, <sighs> and because you know WAP is a thing, we're getting dirty right out of the gate. gate. Getting dirty right out of the um, gate. We're both living <laughs> La Vida <laughs> Loca <laughs> over here, <laughs> and I have a literal mocha. <gasps> living um, La Vida Mocha. We're living La Vida Loca because we're drinking espresso, and it's past three p.m. Yeah, it's three o seven. We're gonna drink it right now. Yeah, we got to drink it fast because truly, I had coffee. At 3.20 the other day. And it kept you up until right now. You haven't slept since. I haven't slept in two weeks. Your eyes are pretty wearing eye makeup. Oh, yeah. I got a new... It's it's like a cheek and an eye. While we're near the eye, we'll do the eye. Dale's cheek service. Is this a real song? Dale's cheek service. 
while we're near the eye. <laughs> what is this? Well, they're doing your cheeks. So they're near the eye. Oh, and well, while we're near while the we're eye, near the eye, we will do the eye. <laughs> nothing. Dale's cheek service. It's na- it's- Dale's cheek service. So, while we're near the eye. So you're in your world here. Mm. This product that I bought is called Dale's Cheek Service. Did you go to see Dale? <laughs> I can't help but notice you had both your cheeks and your eyes done in a similar fashion. So is this a world where you go to somebody to have blush and eyeshadow yeah. administered? <laughs> I pictured them buffing you. <sighs> I mean, there probably is a service like that. There's so much. Like, living in L.A. has really... Living La Vida Loca, L.A. Living... Well, I'm putting the L.A. in La Vida Loca. (laughs) Um, uh, I start crying. (laughs) You being funny is... (laughs) Oh, God. I forgot you had a cough. I've been just going about my day in total silence. And now I'm back with the cough. Uh, honestly, you know when someone's sick and they're coughing and you're mad at them? I know. You have that you more than anybody. You immediately were like, I know. Because me? Well, you have that more than anybody. Oh, I thought because of me coughing. No, I, like, I am continuing on to that. So you're really like hyper aware of when I'm coughing or when Leela's coughing and it like sneezing. irks you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- but Amerkable, on the other side of that, and this is true in a wider sense about you, like you're very noise sensitive, but you're incredibly loud. You're incredibly <laughs> close, extremely loud or whatever that movie Yeah, was. I'm everywhere, everything, the whale. Incredibly, <laughs> yeah, sure. The whale, I- Ikshirin. <laughs> there had, Ikshirin. did, I didn't watch all of the Oscars. Did Jimmy Kimmel make a joke about how the whale is so fat that he was everywhere all at once? Because that's I mean, a missed opportunity. Look, name drop, name droppy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. My dad. Okay. I bought myself a table. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Everyone knew what you meant by table. <laughs> Why do you have to scare us? <laughs> um, if you had said that to me any day before the Oscars, I would have texted it uh. to him. And we could have watched that joke be on the Oscars. I mean, that's, that's very sweet of you. Well, yeah. That is that is, that is my life, actually, is hard. being late late to the game. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I, I think it's, it's troublesome. I don't know if you could say he was so fat in the whale. Right. I don't know. He was so he big in the whale. He was everywhere. Right. All, he, he, was he was everywhere every, all at once. We had yeah. everything everywhere all at once. And Brendan Fraser in a fat suit <laughs> so big, he was everywhere at once. <laughs> all at once. I mean, I mean, regrettables. Um, but dreadables. anyway, you are very sensitive to no, coughs. Coughs. And yet this morning while Leela and I were sleeping, you were in a chair in the same room as us, could have been in any room of the house. We were still asleep, just coughing, Gene hacking away, Gene Hackman away. Yeah, like a real Gene Hackman. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Valerie? I'm just saying. I'm going to tell you something about this. This is actually, there has to be like a French word for this feeling. When I thought I was garnering, Jennifer garnering, 
your sympathy. <laughs> oh, like no. you were in bed going, oh, poor baby. <laughs> well, I was. No, but, too late to change your no. narrative. No, because yesterday Ho Chi we... Minh. <laughs> I, I don't know who Ho Chi Minh is. A Chinese dictator, I think. I don't know. I'm either. just trying to say you're like an evil <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <emperor> got it. <laughs> of the house. I don't know Ho Chi Minh. I... <laughs> But the insult stands. The insult um, plays. I want to say yesterday we were talking about because we were listening to Lilikoff. We're just we're extremely unwell and incredibly close. <laughs> and incredibly close. Um, we were listening to Lilikoff, and we were saying it's like a shock to our yes. nervous systems because we're up. We feel bad for her. She's coughing. and it registers as irritation, yep. and that was the same thing. Conmigo. For you, I like felt bad for you, and I was asleep, and I didn't want Leela to wake up. But so isn't there it weird? <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird and a little embarrassing that when I look back, I was like, I am coughing a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm like so miserable that I'm like, surely if Val can hear me, she's just like, poor baby. See, this is I think. Not- what an ass. This is the difference between a nine and a four on the Enneagram. Sorry to bring in the Enneagram, but geez, it really applies to so many things. Did you so know James Finley told me that the Enneagram was basically channeled? Really? I didn't know this. I didn't that know that That the image either. of the circles that explains the Enneagram came to, this is the, I don't know. Wow. The, the legend but it was it was channeled and the nine the number nine and the symbols and the types and it all just sort of wow uh, came into someone like a lightning rod. I've experienced from <laughs> it's the truest thing I've ever experienced. It just seems the so Enneagram? far yeah like mm. so far I haven't really been able to find and maybe it's confirmation bias. But like I feel like I have a pretty one of my strengths is having like a deep knowledge of people and like an understanding of people. And this is like pretty bulletproof. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. It's bulletproof coffee. And um, Uh, and so a four, which we think you are, we thought you were three. We kind of think you're a four now. Well, can we interject? More on that, yeah. Well, Richard Rohr came through. Oh, hi. Yeah. Our beloved Richard. Yeah. Our beloved Richard. Our beloved Richard. And he stayed with us. Father Richard came through and was here and we celebrated his birthday. And one morning, much to my delight, and we've done this before. I've done this with Richard several times where we're trying to Enneagram me. And he's like, he just really doesn't think I'm a three, which is really funny. You've, mm-hmm. you've, a three on the Enneagram is the achiever. Mm-hmm. And Don Draper is a good example of a three. Michael Jordan, yeah. John I F. Is a Kennedy. Three. John F. Kennedy. And that's, that's what Richard always says, which is sort of a burn. Yeah. Is that I don't have the clean lines and look of a three. Yeah. You're not slick enough, is what he said. That's what it is. And you don't care enough about how you look it's like they're re- usually very sharply dressed yes they're very frequently manicured yeah their hair is neat that kind i of to go with this did a podcast today with rory scovel which was incredible it'll be out this week and i got out of bed and got in the car yep <laughs> and that's not to sound like a cool jewel but i like no, no one thinks that's cool <laughs> Is there cayenne in this mocha? Because I'm extra spicy today. I loved it. I don't know why I played the bass line from Brick House (laughs) to enjoy it, but I did. Well, I took it as a compliment. You should. You are a Brick House. (laughs) Powerful. 29, 72. 
What a winning hand. 72. Yeah, you're a real pyramid shape. <laughs> Jesus. 39. 72 is like Brendan Fraser everywhere all at once. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, look, I'm going to say something. Free Willy, The Whale. Yeah. Fat Albert. It's fun to have a big, big, easy to go to, low hanging fruit of, uh, you know, big That's guy. That's true. I do really like, I care so much about all oh, bodies are beautiful and not Me body too. shaming that I'm, I'm being a little loose with my lips here. I should be more careful. Loose lips. I, I love. I, Eat that pizza, double slice. You haven't seen the whale. <clears throat> no, I so haven't. So you can't say that. Oh, <laughs> I'm just okay. Kidding. Once you see the whale, you can make as many big body jokes as you want. <laughs> That's how it works. If that were true, the lines would be around the block. Oh, my God. JK. But he does at one point in the whale, not a spoiler, um, he stacks two slices of pizza atop one another. Okay. So anyway, which, oh, I actually didn't mean that as a sad thing. I was like, respect. Like, that looks amazing. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Maybe maybe that says something about me. Anyway, uh, we think I'm a four, which is the individualist. Yeah. Which I've now, so we had coffee and we were talking about it. And I, I definitely think I'm a four, which Mirabai Star also thinks I'm a four. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And she's a four. And they're the kooky jukies. And I tend yeah. to not like other fours because they're attention seeking hers. Yeah. Four, more like whore. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they're going around doing their weird kinetic dances and their strange tattoos and their rosy red glasses and their <laughs> hair is up with spikes and shit. And I'm just like, Get the fuck over yourself. Meanwhile, I'm on the corner with a steel drum going like, everywhere's Jamaica, if you make a Jamaica. And it's like, if you make a Jamaica, I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Just look at me. Yes. But I, I don't, I tend to have a hard time with other people that are that way. Yeah, right. And and I mean, there is a really big difference between, this is what I love about the Enneagram too, is that they allow for the a spectrum within the number of like in stress and in health yeah and like a healthy there's a big difference between a healthy four which i think you are and a very unhealthy four is just a narcissist kind of yeah no i don't think it's kind of that's how we diagnosed it i was like when i don't get a part i think it's ridiculous because i would have been better than anybody and yeah the joke that when i'm on instagram and a black lesbian is announcing a movie that she got. Mm. I'm like, I should have gotten that movie. Right. <laughs> it's like, that is not you. Yeah. Why would that have been you? Yeah. And he was exactly. like, and Richard went, there's the narcissism. And I was like, oh, okay. I, and again, also evidenced by the fact that I wasn't embarrassed. I couldn't yeah. wait to dig up more. Like I've said a million times when an advertiser is mad that I read the copy wrong and they ask for <clears throat> a make good, mm. I get really, really mad because I'm just yeah. like, I just, you should be so happy that I even did it wrong. Right. And, and when, that's narcissism. And what was funny was while we were talking about you being a four, you, we were like, actually we had, we had just talked about that and then somebody else was speaking and uh, sharing something about their life and you started running the blender. <laughs> and, like, 
and I I was like, see, this is the difference between a four and a nine. Is yeah, but I announced it. I said, blender. You, you did, but you didn't say I like, waited for a low. Did you? I did. Okay. At least a pause. But, I knew they weren't done, but I was like, right. give me five seconds. I'm going to run this blender. But yeah. But you've also done this <clears throat> in other forms really frequently. Not really frequently, but I've noticed in different ways where you you are speaking and then someone else starts speaking and you'll get up and go do your own thing. <laughs> Valerie, I this is so great. We've really walked into a fertile tomato garden and they're all red with a hint of green at the top. Just oh, perfect. Oh, you like an unripe tomato. I do. I'm remembering this now. Just a it's, little. It's because you're a four. I'm just kidding. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, I just want, this is what I want to say. There's a difference between knowing your personality and being able to splay it out on a table, mm-hmm. look at my wares, and defending it. Meaning, I don't even defend my personality. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the whole vibe of, of our conversation about where I am, what my personality is. And so I'm like, yeah, and this isn't me. I can't even be like, and that's good mm-hmm. or bad or anything. I'm just like... It's just what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of maybe not over it, but I'm not here to be like, the blender was a right choice. It's just what's happening. Right. Absolutely. You're kind of watching it as well as everybody else. Yeah. And, and that's as confused actually, as anyone. And I want to say that's the spirit that I'm saying it in too, which it seems like you understand because yeah. I absolutely love you. I yeah. love every part of you. So I'm not saying this is like, and then you just, you know, like I have no feelings about it because it's to me, it's like surface details about you. It's not like who you actually are and who I know you to be. I agree because often this quote unquote personality, Mm -hmm. personality (laughs) only comes out when you put it in situations with people. So what was so great about having Richard and and two other friends uh, here Mm -hmm. was it was delightful because I felt safe to be both who I really think I am, which has less to do with these reactive programs that I run that other people who don't know me very well might consider my personality. Mm -hmm. And we could just kind of like let it rest. I didn't feel the need to. Yeah. It's like summer camp. I know I say this a lot, but like at summer camp, I just never felt as much of a need to maintain a personality story that I had like started stringing since junior high. Like who I am, what I'm about. Then I get to camp and it's like, Maybe I love friendship bracelets. You know what I mean? Like if you could rewrite yourself. And I got to say, Richard is really, Father Richard is so converted in my view, at least from what I've experienced of him, uh, in how he reflects people. And this is extremely converted because he is a one on the Enneagram, which can, that... Yeah, number can that be, be the, the one most that's like, that's not judgmental. Yeah, yeah, where they're like, there is a right way and there is a wrong way, and you're doing it wrong, and let me tell you how to do it right. Yeah, and he has none of that, and in fact, it's the opposite. Where him saying like, "There's the narcissism," is so gentle and playful, and like, he in a way, even... in a way that's like, and there's no <laughs> problem with that. And then somebody asked me as a nine, <clears throat> we have a hard time getting in touch with our anger. Sorry. And he said, have you, one of our friends said, do, do you feel like you get angry at people or do you feel like you get in touch with your anger? And I was like, I haven't yet really been able to be angry at somebody while they're in the room. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, and then you and I said, maybe, maybe Pete, like, it seems like I should be. And you're like, no, I would know you have never been angry with me. And instead of Richard being like, that's kind of fucked up, Val, he was like, can you imagine like being able to say that? Mm, How like he just instantly was like, no, I know we can love this. We can love this part of you. It was Rich, so sweet. I, one of the questions I had for Richard was about. Um, I wanted to ask him about A Course in Miracles, which I was surprised. He said he had read it, huh. which I was like, come again? Because it's 1,700 pages. Mm. And it's not an easy read. Mm-hmm. You Once you kind of like get the feel of it, now I can enjoy reading it, and I do enjoy reading it. Yeah, but it, it takes uh, quite a bit of getting into. Yeah. But he was like, I found nothing heretical about it. Aww. And I was like, that's nice. He just knew what I was going for mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, go for it. Like mm-hmm. he, he just... He, he, one of the things he said, he's 80 years old, he just turned 80, and he was like, I just don't need to know anymore. He's like, I, my need to know is really, really low. Oh, my God. And I, I love that. But what I was going to ask him about was I was like, I'm always kind of trying to get at the why of his kindness. Because mm-hmm. what you're talking about is is this like really generous outpouring of love to everybody. Yeah. He couldn't stop. And it's not Ted Lasso. No. It's not yeah. just this like, well, I have one Twizzler and one friend. So that's easy math right there. And then he gives you the Twizzler. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That was very good. That was really good fake that lasso. That was very Do good fake Do your fake lasso that you did last I did. Night. I don't remember. It's like when you eat a jelly belly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like... <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to recreate it. That's easy math, like, right? There. That is the best fake lasso I've ever done. That was so good. Well, yeah, my, that was better than mine. I think friend. you used my theory and you and you improved upon it. So mine was just, yeah. yeah. I, then let's just say I got that from you. No, I was no, talking no. with Rory on the pod today where I was like, I get it. Some people, Ted Lasso just isn't enough. They need more. They need something with more edge, more extreme. For yeah. me, during the lockdown, it was exactly what I wanted. But yeah. now when I watch it, it does sound a lot like... You know, you don't, I'm not pooping on it. I'm just saying like, I I crave, because life isn't as nuts as it was when I watched the first season. We can handle the like tension Now I can watch Succession succession and and be like, this is great. Yeah. Whereas when the life was really nuts and we were really scared, all I wanted was like, cotton candy. Buddy, a book's just a coaster with pages. You know, like (laughs) that. that, Okay. That's okay. Thanks, Ted. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And very well written and well done. There you go. I mean, obviously. You just made a face, don't shit on her, because so many of our friends work on it. And and it also is clearly very good. It's, an, it's not, a huge hit. I'm not pooping on it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just saying the way we watch things has a lot to do with what's going on in the world. That's right. The end. Yeah. So anyway, I was wondering, so talk Ted Lasso and how Ted is nice. What is the motivation of Richard oh, being kind? Yeah. And one of the principles in A Course in Miracles, I actually wrote this on the mirror this morning. It was like when a brother is acting insanely, brother just means another person. When another person is acting insanely, it's an opportunity for you to bless them. Mm, mm-hmm. And it says their need is your need. Mm. Meaning it's not, you don't, so a big, I've talked about this before, but a big thing in A Course in Miracles and other spiritualities, it turns out, is that giving is receiving. And in fact, the only way to have something is to give it away. Like 
in the world of duality, I give it to you and I don't have it anymore. They're like, that is not how it works in the true capital R reality. In fact, the only way to have something is to give it away. So when my mom is being difficult and I bless her, I give her patience, I give her understanding, I give her kindness, I'm actually just giving it to myself. Mm -hmm. And that's their whole thing. It's like, you have to forgive everybody. That's the only way you'll forgive yourself. So of course it doesn't say this, but it would be like, stop waiting for Jesus, uh, what? I might have to sign for this package. I don't think so. It looks like he's just going to drop that. Maybe, but it gave me like, I got an email saying that and they were coming. there he goes. He's dropped it. Yep, and he's walking away. Okay, I'm sorry. You'll get to practice forgiving. <laughs> Very good. I'm not mad. Okay, I know. I just, sorry. I was curious. It's actually a nice interruption because I can just cut to the quick, as they say. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know if that was why Richard is so nice. Yeah. Because he goes around blessing everyone Mm -hmm. and i think he said something like yeah that's part of it it's like giving love is how you receive love he's just really simple yeah that's in the best way well i think he has come into simplicity oh yeah i don't think he was that way for i think he's worked i think that's the culmination of all that stuff yeah, and of like the spiritual growth is the I've stopped needing to know. Well, this and is yeah. The times when I do all of these things, like identify as pure awareness or feel really dipped in or feel really connected, I always have a realization of like, right, it's incredibly simple. Yes. And oftentimes by by trying to reach that point. I I get further from it because I'm collecting all this knowledge right. and like look how do they look at it how does the Buddhists look at it how do the, the and then it's, it's like just more like, ways to describe a very simple meal. There's like all this literature yeah. about this one meal, right? But it's hard for us to understand that the meal could be so good mm. and could be for us that yeah. it's like okay to eat the meal. Yeah. So it's like, like what I'm saying is, if I were to summarize, uh, certainly of course in miracles, it would be the separation from God never happened. Mm. Meaning you've only and always have been one with love and you are still. Mm-hmm. And you just stop, stop it. Yeah. You're good. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. So, but the way to explain that maybe even more poetically or beautifully is you're a, you're a beloved child of God or you're, mm. you're, you're, uh, you are love or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, What's happened, what I was going to say, and then we, we can go to the, the minerals here, is there's that Buddhist story. Maybe I told it on this, on oh, We Made It Weird recently. I don't know what you tell me. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you need to cross a river. I think you did, but say it again. <coughs> um, you take a boat. Yeah. So the boat might be A Course in Miracles. It might be mystical Christianity. It might be mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe you said this on like the May episode or something. I don't know if it was a We Made It Weird. Okay. Anyway, keep going. And once you cross the river, you don't put the boat on your back and walk it up the mountain. You yeah. just walk up the mountain or, or you walk up the hill. Yeah. And I really got the sense, hanging out with Richard, that there is hope mm. that all of this stuff, all this study, all of this <clears throat> practice is smoothing the stone to a point, my, I guess it's all the way to say my goal is when I'm his age to, or or at, at some point mm-hmm. to be simple, to take yeah. all of the description of the food and just eat the food yeah. and go, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm 
okay. And maybe that's available to us at any moment. Maybe that doesn't have to be a future goal because I do think we're very addicted to thinking. Yeah. So our brain's way of staying in control is often taking spirituality. Okay, you're interested in spirituality and and transcending me. Okay, well, I own that too. And here's all the ways to think about that. Think, think, think hard about this, about awareness. Think mm-hmm. about awareness and talk about it and share about it. And and then it's just like, oh, right, we're just staying in our brains because mm-hmm. our brains have now monopolized spirituality, you know, as a way of, it's like kidnapped it. So, well, it's like as long as we're, as long as we keep us reading about the meal or talking about the meal, we won't eat the meal. Yeah. And the problem to your individuality, and this is speaking in course terms, but I think it applies to other spiritualities as well. As soon as you eat the meal, the course is very clear. You don't want to be one with God. Mm. You don't want to be one with love. You'd actually rather be miserable and be an individual. Mm. And of course, this relates way more to me. No, but I think that that's the the ego would the ego rather you'd yeah. rather be uh, um, separate and miserable mm-hmm. than what the ego tells us union is. Mm-hmm. The ego t- tells us you don't want to merge because you'll disappear. Mm-hmm. It'll be death. Yeah. So we we just kind of make the best. We make do with this like very beautiful, but also excruciatingly painful and brutal and gorgeous and graceful and gentle and all of it. Mm-hmm. So it's duality. It's both. Yeah. We make the best we can instead of, um, you know, going to the banquet or entering the kingdom or, yeah. or having your heart converted. So when you see someone like Richard, he really seems like a guy who's not really clinging to his boat. Yeah. Or butt. Or his butt. I didn't see him grab his butt once. I made myself laugh today at dance class where I was like doing a a body scan or it was like, oh yeah, I was like, it was something like, um, imagine your intention. We like set intention and we're like, and it starts as like a, a light in a keyhole in your heart shooting out like a beam of light and fills your heart, fills your chest, fills your belly. And in my, my mind, it went, fills your butt. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I like almost said it to make people laugh, but I didn't want to take him out of it. Valerie, anyway. I love it. <laughs> fills your heart, fills your belly, fills your butt. Um, okay, let's All right, sorry, let's mid roll it. I started looking for something. That's what you felt. Yeah. It was me looking for something. Okay, well, let's uh, let's mid roll. All right, here are the mid rolls right here at the. at the uh, mid, mid point. Midpoint. <laughs> Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This episode is brought to us by our friends at BetterHelp. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. I've sought out therapy in times of transition, whether it's moving, whether it's changing a job situation, whether it's changing a relationship. Uh, That's often when I've craved and needed talk therapy more than other times in my life. And therapy is about deepening your self-awareness and your understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. We say this on the show all the time. 
Talk therapy is one of those things that is greater than the sum of its parts. It seems like two people talking in a room, but when it's a professional who knows how to listen, how to actively listen, and to guide and coax you into the right areas, it is absolutely life-changing. And BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. It's never been easier. Therapy has absolutely changed my life. It's changed Val's life, obviously for the better, or I wouldn't be talking about it right now. It's it's like a catharsis, it's guidance, it's everything that you're that you're hoping it will be. I promise talk therapy can really make a huge difference in your life, especially at a time of transition or change. And when aren't we in a time of change? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire or get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weirdo today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash weirdo. Support your mind, your mental health, and show some support for the show. It means a lot. Go to betterhelp.com slash weirdo. Last but not least, we're brought to us by our friends at Ritual Multivitamin. You guys know I record these intros often when I'm traveling on the road, and I always demonstrate that Ritual, I take lots of different supplements at lots of different times in my life, but Ritual are the only ones that make it into the (laughs) carry-on. I never travel without them. I never miss a day. I take their uh, probiotic, and I take their daily men's multivitamin, and I have the doctor checkups to show this stuff works. It gets into your system. You don't just pee it out. I hear a lot of people dismissing uh, multivitamins because it just goes through your system. Ritual has a delayed release formula, so it doesn't break down until it's in your lower intestine, which is how your body can absorb that stuff. All that stuff, you know what I'm saying? The nutrients, the nutrients. In Ritual's case, the traceable nutrients. They'll tell you where these nutrients are coming from, which is incredible. Added to which, they have prebiotic, postbiotic, and uh, probiotics in one in their Symbiotic Plus, which I take every single day. We always talk about how important gut health is. It's basically like a second brain, and keeping that healthy is so important for so many major body functions and your overall wellness. So you can talk fantasy football with your friends all day, but asking them for health advice, not the move. Ritual takes the guesswork out of the vitamin game. Their multivitamin for men is based on science to help fill common nutrient gaps in their diet and level up your nutrition, your nutrient goals. It's an all around win. It is scientifically developed multivitamin with high quality ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Ritual is your new type of two-a-days help supporting heart health with omega-3 DHA to normal muscle function and normal immune function with vitamin D3. This small step can have a huge major impact. It's made traceable because uh, knowing where your nutrients come from is just as important as what they're for. It's vegan-friendly, non-GMO, sugar-free, gluten-free, major allergen-free. And if that, as if that wasn't enough, their minty essence in every bottle keeps things tasting fresh and makes taking your multis every day actually enjoyable. Enjoyable. So Essential for Men is a quality multivitamin from a company you can actually trust and get this ritual is offering weirdos 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash weird to start ritual or add Essential for Men to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash weird. 
do your body a favor, do your gut a favor, and show your support of the show. It means a lot. We're back. We're back. This has been brutal with Leela. Oh my God. You guys. We're getting our butts. Help. We're help. getting our butts kicked. Help us. I know. Um, guys, just to, oh all the, to all the parents out there. Jeez, Jeez Louise, Louise. This is insane, right? Like, how are you guys doing? Because we have one kid. Again, we always say this. We're so priv- privileged to have resources, to have like, we're not working nine to five jobs. But like, holy smokes, this is tough. And and she's been sick, so she's been home all week. So then nothing gets done. I'll tell you, there's a whole thing I didn't know, which is when schools, when she's sick. Yeah. And she can't go. Or when school takes weeks off, the parents are just furious. I, I know. It's, well, remember... <laughs> And mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. I would like, it's like that thing that our friend was telling us about how you can only process a certain amount of input. So you delete, you're deleting so much at all times. It's like as a kid, you just delete that line. (laughs) As a parent, you're like, I feel so seen. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, I really think we've been getting our butts kicked and there's so much that happens when that is occurring where it's like, really, this is so true when you're going through anything in life where you start to get extra judgmental when really you should be extra gentle. So it's really Mm. like a time when we should be like, and we do, we eventually come around to it, but we should be saying to each other and to ourselves like, Hey buddy, this is really hard and you're going to get through it and just like give yourself a break, give yeah. each other a break. But instead what often happens is I'm like, this is hard. I'm not doing a good job at being a parent. Why is, does this seem so much harder for me yeah. than other people? I always think of like the people I know who have three kids and a homeschool. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, you actually should be a different kind of species than me. Like that yeah. feels so out of reach yeah. to me. <laughs> that yeah. feels like being an Olympian. Like that's mm-hmm. how far away that feels from something I could do. I and then I judge myself for not being able to do it and doesn't mean I'm a bad mom. And is Leela gonna like, I imagine like a 20 year old Leela being like, I don't think my mom was really into me. <laughs> and I was like, that's not true. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her. But like, being you can be obsessed with somebody and be like i can't be with you all day every day (laughs) you're too much i i don't say that obviously yeah no it's just it's just i i think these these conversations are really helpful to just get out there yeah meaning i know i'm gonna delete it i know when Uh, she's older and obviously we'll be older too i'll just look back and be like it was amazing and i'm like yeah what what's happened is she's just constantly getting sick uh-huh. And I can't. So I'm sick. Everybody hears me coughing. It's yeah. not COVID, but it's brutal. Yeah. It's like it wakes me up. It wakes you up as I'm sitting in the chair in the morning. <laughs> it could have been in any room. I'm going to hold on to that one for a while. I'm just kidding. Sorry. But like, so I've been sick for what feels like two years and I have to fight. I told uh, Ern, I called Ern on the drive and I was like, what used to take me a day now takes me two weeks. Yeah. And I, I know everybody hears me say things like this, but it's like something will come across like something right this. And I just wish I could do it. And all I 
feel like I'm doing is going to the park. Yeah. You know. Which is great. I know we'll miss it as I'm sitting, because I'm sitting here resourced. I feel good. I know. I had my needs Because she went to school today. It's She went to school today. And I did the (laughs) podcast with Rory. And this also happens because Father Richard was just visiting. And if I take a couple days where I'm just not doing any work, I always, always, always on the first day back get very overwhelmed. Yeah. And incredibly freaked out about like, (sighs) what are we, what are we going to do for, for work, for money, for everything? And I I stress out. Yeah. And I, you know, I think, I wonder, I'm going to say something kind of that I feel like will make, is just like unpopular and privileged and a little bit icky. But I wonder if the fact that we had the privilege of having many years where we didn't really have to worry about money and we had no, like, you know, you were doing jobs that, you loved mm. that were hard, but like in a really fulfilling way. And we Not had no like kid. Yeah. Uh, so we just really got used to being able to do whatever we wanted, what whenever saying. we wanted. We got a little Beyonce. We, <laughs> we got a little used to it. And now, cause you and I both get really, really quickly triggered when we're like, I can't do the things that I want to do. <laughs> yeah. But yes and no, because I'm like, you got everybody works a little bit in the classic thing. I will agree that everybody's getting the screws put to them and and we're getting the screws put to us and we're a little bit of a candy ass yeah. because of our fancy life. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, I look at other I look at Derek, your brother, yeah. and I'm like, he get I listen to this language. I'm like, he gets to work for 12 hours? <laughs> if I had one day where I had 12 hours. Right. I, you know, yeah. we could run this whole operation in one day of 12 hours. Yeah, I mean, and he that's not, work 12 hours, but yeah. No, I know. Okay, then he works eight hours. And yeah. by the way, D-Rock, I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying <laughs> it goes... He knows what you mean. It goes both ways where I, I sort of... Everybody has to work. Mm-hmm. And it actually can be a little bit harder when you're just floating around like Jay-Z and Beyonce by the pool. Yes. I'm like, that works if he can go like, hey, I'm going to the studio. Yeah. And he goes to the studio when he feels inspired. I just, I can't no. do it anymore. No, he would agree with you because I know days. Jay-Z or your brother? <laughs> Maybe both. I just, I don't, I have a psychic connection with my brother. I yeah. don't have. Oh, by the way, I do have, I want to play that song that I was talking about in the last episode. Play it. Um, but I was going to say. What song? The parenting song? No, the the song that I referenced yet, uh, last week, but didn't know any of the information to play it. Oh, the the that I played woman for you. singing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Derek, I know, has a hard time when he, he works from home, like on Fridays or something. And yes. if the kids are home. Forget it. That's like a tough. That's, that's what really I'm saying. Yeah. And by the way, it's not just fancy pants comedians. It's a lot of people working out of their garage, selling things. And it's just fu- because it's not a distraction. It's your it's your baby. And yes, if Leela comes in. That's Look, it. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna not. Yeah, I've I've been on Zoom pitches and mm. accepted Alila. I know, and always put her on my lap and hug her and kiss her. Yeah. That's just what we're doing. But it turns out when you're giving like that, mm-hmm. uh, you're not gonna give yourself much. No, not much left. Not much left. Not much left. Okay, let's get off this. Nobody cares. We're parents. Who cares? Who cares? Being parents is hard. So okay, what? I just want to say, as a result of of my meandering 
dead end story last week of so many people have sent me really beautiful singers like videos of incredible Being singing. Like, is it this is it this no just because i think i mentioned that that's my very favorite thing in the world and so people have sent mm. me that so i just wanted to say thank you i've received those even if i haven't responded yet and i really love it i was like that's the best thing i've ever done for myself is give a shout out that i love videos of incredibly good singing um, that being said, this is the one my brother, my brother listened to the episode and, because he was the one that showed me this video. And I, I like can't, he's the same as me and not, uh, so there's a thing that they've discovered. I don't know very much about this, but there's like something that they've discovered with hearing and neurology where certain frequencies really like vibe and resonate with certain people and other frequencies really vibe and resonate with other people. So mm. this might not be, this might just sound like good singing to some people, but for those of you like me and my brother, tuned this, into this frequency, this is like the most beautiful sound in the whole world to me. This woman, this woman, We're and her name's Callie day. So you can look up here. My prayer cover by Callie day. This is her. And it is just like, just to give you the image of the video, it's kind of like what I said. It feels like it was maybe a choir practice and she was like warming up or something. <coughs> I know what you mean. The women at the leaning on the piano are disinterested. Yeah, they're all kind of like talking. Yeah, and, they're and talking. Then, but they're listening and, and they're kind of talking to you. She's doing yeah. her thing. And this is the College Festival of Spirituals. So it was like maybe they're about to perform or something. So it just feels so casual, which is the other thing that I can't even handle about it. Because mm -hmm. it's the best thing I've ever heard. I love it. This is perfect. Okay. I'm so glad. Let's, let's play it. I remember you played this for Richard and he went, what a gift being able to sleep this way. Sing, sing this way, way yeah. Time Val looks like she's about to cry. I can't even take it. Oh. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, she doesn't stop there. I know. I remember really noting that I was like, oh, she's going to end low. And then she goes, yeah. imagine if you could. I, I, can't, I, I think that might feel like the most incredible. If it feels this good to hear that, yeah. I cannot even imagine what it feels like to be able to sing like that. Yeah. And like, uh, my, like I really feel it in my entire body. Mm. It's like my whole body, like buzzes and the first time i remember feeling this way my brother and i i was said this to my brother when he sent this to me and he agrees this was his exact experience too i remember feeling this exact way the first time uh when i watched sister act two when i was yeah, six I, I would have known that without you telling me yeah and lauren hill s- sings his eye is on the sparrow yeah and i just remember at six being like um something's happening in my body and then i feel that way with beyonce like i've felt it since but it's so special because there really is no other it's so unique to like when i hear singing like that my body feels a very specific way that it never feels in another Mm -hmm. context Mm -hmm. so i just really hope that other people got that oh no i love it that's like one of the types of things that whenever i listen to that or things like that Meaning spiritual music, mm-hmm. gospel music, black spiritual gospel music yeah. specifically. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, it's a very quick state change that takes you yes. from going like, I, I've seen this. Like Earth, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. I know what they're doing. People do this and the shoop and boop and then someone's like, and you're like, oh, shit. Shit. It's a and quick it, state change. That's right. Yeah. That's I don't know. Right. Everything about it is Every, really, really beautiful. Everything about it. And also just remind, like, this is silly, but to personalize it, like, ima- just going back to the idea, imagine of being able to sing that well. I don't think I've ever shared this memory. I was in the sanctuary at Grace Chapel and I saw a dead guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A different kind of state change. Okay. And there was this, you know, every, every, everybody... I guess this won't come as a shock, but in church and high school, it wasn't until college that I started thinking that I was kind of interesting or cool, mm. um, even though I'm a four and a narcissist. But, you know, <laughs> and I had my mom telling me I was the greatest. But, like, I always thought that the older kids were way cooler than me. And there was this kid named, I think his name was Corey. Mm. And I just thought he was the coolest. And we're in the sanctuary, and the mic was on, and it was a really good microphone. Mm-hmm. And for me, whenever I'm singing, if I rehearse and I'm relaxed, it sounds fantastic. Then you start, you're at the show, and now you're all tense, yeah. and you go fast, and it's too high, and it's, it's just not as good. Yeah. This still happens in my professional career. I'm always trying to like remember rehearsal pace, mm-hmm. breathe, and just try to trick your nervous system that it doesn't matter. So anyway, this was a situation where it didn't matter. No one was there except the youth pastor and Corey. And my friend Fonz, I think, was there. And I always remember, because I still feel like this is the secret, it was an E major, Amazing Grace. Okay. So I was playing E major, which is just the most classic mm-hmm. chord. Mm-hmm. Just sounds like the, the Apple store of chords. <laughs> <laughs> it's very round and good. And I just sang Amazing Grace, but it was like 
I didn't know, but it was like in this perfect that day pitch for me. Uh-huh. And I was like, me, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I sang it and I was like, it sounds really good. Oh my God. Like in the God. middle of it, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing it. <laughs> they can see. And then I finished. And sure enough, Corey was like, he didn't say damn, but something like, damn, Pete, Pete can really sing or something oh, like that. And I was yeah. like, a singing compliment? I can see why you're out there chasing it. Mm. I'm funny. That's great. Mm-hmm. But like, if you can like sing yeah. or dance, I can't sing or dance in a way that I would expect anyone to really compliment. Well, Although that being said, remember we sang backstage with Glenn Hansard and his, right. his Irish friend was like, the way you sang that, Pete, was beautiful. And you did that audition where you sang, and it was really well, beautiful. This is great. No. Yes, it was. it was. Even you were like, hey, I sound really good. When I sang. When you sang. Uh, in summer? Yeah. Well, it was very good. You. Kids are blow dandelion fuzz. Well, that's kind of because it's kind of fun. The way Josh Gad does it is kind of like affected. Yeah. And I'll be doing whatever snow does in summer. (laughs) Very good. Uh, Yeah. A drink in my hand. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay. We're being dumb. Well, singing and dancing are incredibly vulnerable because you have no props <laughs> yeah. it's you are the instrument Talking is just keeping people away until you pull them in just for a second and push them away yeah dancing and it's in and your brain like and your your dancing yeah. and singing is your heart and your body I, just being like i'm completely vulnerable and cut open here and if you don't like it you are not liking a fundamental part that's of right. me <laughs> it's like you don't like the way i walk james yeah. marsden just did the pod too that'll be out in a couple of weeks mm. we're talking about how vulnerable it is to just walk. Yeah. Like when someone when someone makes fun of your walk, it's oh, like, oh. I know. And someone did. I t- I've told this story before, but in college, they were like, you walk like this. I know you're dying. It's funny. It's a funny burn. I'm not saying it's true, but that's a funny thing to say about somebody. Well, if it's, it's not terrible. true, it's because when I walk now, I go, don't. Oh, I don't like this now. I know. Uh, a drink. Okay. okay. We got to go. We got to pick up Leela. Read your poem. Oh, yeah. I found this. I don't even know if it's a poem or a quote from Mary Oliver. But I don't know if it's a poem or a quote. A poem or a quote. A poem or a quote. I don't know <laughs> if it's a poem or a quote, but I'm going to read it anyway. Okay. It's Mary Oliver, though. I want to read that poem you sent me. So beautiful. Oh, yeah. Isn't that good? Go ahead. But we're not going to read it because that one's long and this one's short. And we got to go. And we got to go. Okay. There are lots of ways to dance and to spin. Sometimes it just starts my feet. It just starts my feet first, then my entire body. I'm spinning and no one can see it, but it's happening. I'm so glad to be alive. I am so glad to be loving and loved. Even if I were close to the finish, even if I were at my final breath, I would be here to take a stand, bereft of such astonishments, but for them. If I were a Sufi, for sure I would be one of the spinning kind. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a springy one. I think it's springy. <laughs> Remember our friend Jen was going around town with boogers on her face and she didn't know she had boogers on her face. <laughs> she was, and she saw someone and went, it's springtime. Can you feel it? 
and then later realized she had boogers all over her face. How funny is that? You have boogers on your face. You say to a stranger, it's springtime. Can you feel it? Then you realize you're covered in boogers. Oh, this is one of my favorite stories ever. All right. Peace out, homies. Valerie? Keep it crispy.